Wednesday, June 20th, 2018. You are listening to the Daily Dose Sports Podcast, and I am your host, Clint Daly. I am coming to you from Denver, Colorado. We are here in the Mile High City, and wow, the Mile High City got some weather yesterday. We got some tornadoes in the state. We got a pretty good hailstorm, at least where I am in the Denver metro area. You know, it sounded, well, it sounded like this. But it sounded a little bit like the Houston Rockets in Game 7 against the Warriors in the Western Conference Finals. There were bricks falling out of the sky, but we are all okay here in Colorado. Hey, it's early summer in Colorado. These things do happen. We are back today for another day of talking sports with a dose of common sense, maybe just a hint of sarcasm, pride ourselves on having a little bit of both here at The Dose, and we are doing our best to try to keep you entertained every single day. Hey, happy Wednesday to you. We are slowly but surely making it through another week. If you'd like to contact the show, we would love to hear from you. Hit us up on email, dailydosesports at gmail.com, or you can go find us over on Facebook or Twitter. Both of those handles are at dailydosesports. Maybe you just have some feedback for the show. Maybe you have a suggestion. Maybe you need some advice. Maybe you got hit by a hailstone and you would like to discuss the legal ramifications with us. Hey, we'll do our best to try to help you out. We would love to hear from you. Today on the show, you know, the NBA draft is coming up tomorrow night. And I wanted to take a look at a few teams who over the past few seasons, they seem to be getting it done in the draft. It is tough to find those players that can truly excel. But we have a few teams here today that are actually finding talent pretty consistently. And of course, we also have a few other teams. Yeah, they're really struggling to find help in the draft. And as a result, they seem to be struggling to produce every single season. It's not a coincidence. We want to discuss a few of those teams today. Plus, today we will have our daily dose hump day power rankings. Hump day! You never know what we might be ranking this week. But on Wednesdays, we like to kind of take the opinion out of things try to bring you something more fact-related, we do have a list for you today, and it might surprise you a little bit. Now, first and foremost, I actually have some breaking news that I actually care about. Yeah, you might as well play that because it doesn't happen very often. There's a number of times I get news stories that honestly, I don't really care about. This one, I actually do care about. Here is some breaking news that I wanted to bring you. At least I care about it. You might not, but we'll see. Netflix has released the trailer for the upcoming third season of that hit series, Last Chance You. They released it yesterday. And you know, this season, Last Chance You is going to focus on players at Independence Community College, which is down in southern Kansas. These are players who are looking to get another shot with an FBS team. Now, if you haven't watched Last Chance You, the series' first two seasons, they were set at East Mississippi Community College down in Scuba, Mississippi. And if you haven't seen it, I'm telling you, go back and watch it. You will be highly entertained. You are seeing a documentary about kids trying to make it to the next level. And you see successes. You see failures. You see what they're doing in the classroom. You see what they're doing on the field. There is high drama. It is very, very entertaining. Now, at Independence, Several former highly touted recruits are actually trying to put up big numbers there and try to get back to major college football. Among those players, we have former Florida State quarterback Malik Henry. We have former Texas Tech wide receiver Carlos Thompson. We have former Michigan running back Kingston Davis. They are trying to play a little at the small school, play at the community college, and see if they can't go back to a D1 school. 
Now, the third season of Last Chance U will debut July 20th on Netflix. And here is the difference this season. You know, at East Mississippi, that school was loaded. Like they would go out and win titles. Every year they were in contention for national championships. Here at Independence, Kansas, yeah, this school's kind of awful. They've had like 20 straight losing seasons, but they have a new head coach from California and he wants to turn things around. Yeah, I'll be binge watching Last Chance U in about three days when it does come out. Just keep that in the back of your mind. Last Chance U coming out in July. That should be highly entertaining. We do have some interesting World Cup news. Brazilian national soccer player Neymar left Brazil practice on Tuesday after just 15 minutes. It looks like he has a right ankle injury, and the team doctor said it's related to a foul he suffered against Switzerland. It's not his recently broken right foot. Now, Neymar was actually playing in practice with a few other players when suddenly he just left the training session back in Sochi, Russia. He limped as he walked away walked from the field to the dressing room, and a team doctor said that he left as a precaution because he's feeling some soreness while he was running. Now, he was set to undergo physiotherapy later yesterday, and we will see if he is ready to go because Brazil will face Costa Rica on Friday in their second game of pool play. We know they didn't get the win this past weekend that they were hoping to. We will see how Neymar comes out. Now, here's a little bit of a related story. Houston Rockets guard Chris Paul made a statement saying that he thinks Neymar gets hurt too much. I don't think that's true. Don't give me that. I don't think that's true. Chris Paul didn't say that. I don't know. Maybe he did. Take that for whatever it's worth. Neymar does get banged up a little bit. He's a little Chris Paulish in that way, I guess. Speaking of the NBA and Chris Paul, it seems, according to a few reports, that Chris Paul is actually saying that LeBron James wants to be in Los Angeles after he has spent his past four seasons back in Cleveland. Now, LeBron is going to have to notify the Cavaliers by June 29th whether or not he is going to opt out of his contract. Now, Chris Paul didn't specify which Los Angeles team that LeBron prefers to play for, whether it be the Lakers or the Clippers, but apparently he's telling people that LeBron wants to go to LA. Now, we know that LeBron is often linked to the Lakers because he does have that home back in Los Angeles, but I don't know, maybe it would be the Clippers. We know they have Jerry West in that organization. Doesn't sound completely crazy if he wanted to go to the Clippers. We'll see where that's going to go. But I do have to ask this. Is this going to be like a thing now? Like Chris Paul says, I think LeBron wants to go to LA. Are we going to have to hear this from other sources? Like Carmelo Anthony says, LeBron is going to New York. Paul George says, LeBron is going to come to Oklahoma City. Dwayne Wade says, LeBron might come back to Miami. J.R. Smith says, who in the world is LeBron? Why do you keep asking me about it? It just seems a little weird to me is what I'm saying. Are we going to have to get like secondhand news for this whole story? We're going to hear a lot, a lot of LeBron stories for the next few weeks, aren't we? At least until we find out where he's going. Man, we are going to be hearing something every single day about LeBron James and where he might be going. Is it too early to already be sick of it? I'm already getting a little bit sick of it. We're going to see where that's all headed. Hey, coming back, like you said earlier, the NBA draft will take place tomorrow night in Brooklyn at the Barclays Center where the Phoenix Suns are going to have the top pick in the draft. Here's the question that I have for you. Which teams have been consistently finding good talent over the past few seasons? And which teams seem to be floundering every year in the draft? We've got a few of each of those for you when we get back. Okay, so which NBA teams are actually having success 
in the NBA draft and which ones are failing in the NBA draft. When you look at the draft, when you look at more than just the past two, three years, because that's not a fair evaluation. Sometimes we think of the most recent draft and we go, oh, they're really good in the draft. Well, not if you look beyond just a year or two. And sometimes we look at a very small sample size. We think of maybe one specific player and we go, hey, that team's having a lot of success. On the other side, sometimes we look at a team and we say, remember their most recent draft? Yeah, that one guy, he didn't turn out. Yeah, they've been terrible in the draft. It's not always true. And so sometimes we can be a little bit misguided with who is good in the draft and who is not. Also, sometimes we tend to forget certain players weren't attained in the draft. They might have been a part of a trade, not actually through the draft. So when we think of all those factors, which teams are actually good at finding real value in the NBA draft, I've got some good and then I've got some not so good teams at finding talent in the NBA draft. First team up, I'm going to go with a good and that has got to be, who else? The champions, the Golden State Warriors, because for all of the talk about Kevin Durant and how he joined the Warriors via free agency and they all went and talked him into coming and playing with them. Remember, they won 73 games with a group that wasn't gained through free agency. Never forget that the bulk of the Golden State Warriors team was built through the draft. And yes, a lot of those picks were Jerry West's picks. Remember, Steph Curry was the seventh overall pick in the 2009 draft. Clay Thompson was the 11th overall pick in the 2011 draft. Draymond Green. Draymond Green was the 35th pick in 2012. And I know that the Warriors bench was not great this year. But they even got Kevin Looney in 2015. The Golden State Warriors are finding success through the draft. Now, can they continue that? Remember, Jerry West isn't there anymore. We're going to see over the next year, two, three, can they continue to have success in the draft? Because we've seen it recently. That team primarily was built in the draft. And then they go and get Kevin Durant and mix that in. And we're looking at him and going, wow, this might be an all-time great team. At least the starting five. Golden State Warriors have had success in the draft. Now, I am going to give you a team that has not been so good lately in the draft. And when I do, I already know you're probably going to get mad and turn off the podcast. Don't turn off the podcast. Hear me out. Because it's kind of crazy to think about. Because for years, the Los Angeles Lakers were built through the draft, right? Think of the players Los Angeles drafted. Magic Johnson came out of Michigan State. James Worthy. A.C. Green, Michael Cooper, those were all Los Angeles Lakers draft picks. And then, yes, they made trades and they grabbed players here and there. But a lot of those players from the glory days, from the Showtime Lakers, they were grabbed through the draft. But look at the picks they have taken over the past 8 to 10 years. Lonzo Ball and Brandon Ingram might be okay. Jury's still out on them. But Kyle Kuzma was actually a trade. He wasn't a draft pick. And then we have guys like D'Angelo Russell. Tony Douglas, Chris Jeffries, Mark Madsen, Javaris Crittenden. Those are more misses than hits. And again, if we go back a little bit further, Kobe Bryant wasn't a draft pick. Kobe Bryant was a trade. Shaquille O'Neal was a free agent. Pau Gasol was a free agent. Those guys weren't draft picks. It sounds crazy to think about because we know the history of the Los Angeles Lakers. The Lakers are struggling a little bit lately in the NBA draft. Now, these most recent picks, we'll see. We only have a year to look at some of these guys. They may end up turning out. 
then again, they may get packaged and traded for LeBron James. We'll keep an eye on the Lakers. I'm going to give you a team that has been pretty good in the draft, and they have fallen off a little bit lately. But when you look at the past 10 to 12 years, the Toronto Raptors have done a pretty decent job of finding talent in the NBA draft. Both Terrence Ross and Quincy AC came in 2012. Okay, they're okay. DeMar DeRozan was a draft pick in 2009. And don't forget, the Toronto Raptors did draft Chris Bosh out of the Georgia Institute of Technology. And if you go back even further, you would also see Antoine Jameson was picked by the Raptors. Damon Stoudemire, Marcus Camby, Tracy McGrady, those were all Toronto Raptors draft picks. We'll see how they do again lately. It's tailed off a little bit. We'll see how Toronto does in the next few years, but they have a history of making some pretty good picks. I'll give you a team that's not so good, and when you first hear it, again, you might think I'm a little bit crazy because they have had some good drafts. I mean, the Minnesota Timberwolves did draft Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen back in the 90s. And even recently, we saw the Timberwolves draft Carl Anthony Towns. That was in 2015. So what's the problem with Minnesota? Well, mostly all the picks between Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen and then Carl Anthony Towns. Like, that's a huge gap. And here's the thing about Minnesota, where we look at the Lakers and we say, well, yeah, they haven't had that great a production from their draft picks. Usually, the Lakers are picking pretty late in the draft. That's not the case with Minnesota. Minnesota usually has high picks, and they haven't done much with them. Think of the guys they have taken, not only drafted, drafted high, Derek Williams, Wesley Johnson, Luke Babbitt, Trevor Booker, Johnny Flynn, Ty Lawson, Wayne Ellington, even OJ Mayo. Brandon Roy, William Avery, those are very high picks, and they never turned out at all. Not doing so good in the draft, Minnesota. I'll give you another team that is doing a pretty good job in the draft. Yes, they have let a lot of the talent leave in one way or another, but you would be hard-pressed to find a team that is doing better at the draft than the Oklahoma City Thunder. Think of the talent that has been selected by Oklahoma City. They have drafted Steven Adams. Reggie Jackson, Eric Bledsoe, James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Serge Ibaka, and yes, Kevin Durant. They were all taken by Oklahoma City. Now, like I said, the Thunder haven't done a great job of keeping the talent in Oklahoma City, but some of that is also because they are small market. Guys get the chance to go to a bigger and better place. They leave Oklahoma City, go to the bigger and better team. Make no mistake, though. Oklahoma City has built their franchise through the draft. I don't know if there are many teams out there doing it much better than they are. Doing a pretty good job with the draft with the Thunder. Finally, I am going to give you my last team that is not doing so good in the draft. And yes, I have to discuss my home team, Denver Nuggets here. Here's the weird thing about this stupid curse franchise. And yes, I personally am of the belief that the Denver Nuggets are cursed. I don't know why. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because they fired George Carl after he got him to the playoffs. I don't know what it is. I just know that the Denver Nuggets always seem to be snake bit. But I'm going to give you a little bit of a trivia question here. I am going to give you some names, and you tell me what these four names have in common. Are you ready? Name number one, Donovan Mitchell. Pretty good player. He was our Daily Dose pick for Rookie of the Year. Donovan Mitchell with Utah. I'll give you another name. Rudy Gobert. Hey, he was our defensive player of the year this year for the Daily Dose. Rudy Gobert, pretty good player. Jarrett Jack. Eh, Jack is kind of a journeyman player, but Jarrett Jack is like a solid backup point guard. Jarrett Jack, pretty decent player. 
What about Vernon Maxwell? Do you remember Mad Max? He had a few years where he could just come out. He's kind of microwavish. You just wanted to see, is Maxwell on tonight? Because if he is, he might just light you up. Vernon Maxwell. So let me ask you that question. Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, Jarrett Jack, and Vernon Maxwell. Some decent players there. What do they all have in common? Yes, I'll tell you. And you probably have figured it out. They were all drafted by the Denver Nuggets and immediately traded without ever even wearing a Nuggets uniform. Meanwhile, who did get to wear the uniform? Let me give you some of the picks that this dreadful franchise has given me in my lifetime. Guys like Emmanuel Moutier, Evan Fournier, who ended up leaving, he's down in Orlando now, Leon Powell, Julius Hodge, Nicholas Skidavzvili, whatever his name was, James Posey, Rafe LaFrance, Tony Batie, Mark Macon, Marcus Liberty. How long of a list would you like? Because trust me, I can keep going. Would you like Mark Allery? Would you like Todd Lichty? Would you like Jerome Lane? Would you like Maurice Martin? The Denver Nuggets are the ultimate team that takes a good player and then trades him away for garbage. And then the picks they do keep always end up also being garbage. Ugh. I don't know what it is with the Denver Nuggets. Like I said, they're cursed. I don't know when this goes back to. I don't know if this goes back to why did Denver get rid of the Rockets? I don't know what it goes back to. I just know that the Denver Nuggets franchise in the NBA draft is a history of flaming hot garbage. I don't know why it is. It just is. There are certain things that just are facts. This is one of them. The Denver Nuggets not getting it done in the draft. Now we will see. Just lately, we've seen flashes of maybe they'll do something right. I don't have any hope, but I guess we'll see how they end up doing in the draft on Thursday night. Like I said, that draft is coming tomorrow night. Can some of these teams that we just discussed continue the streak of finding good talent? Can some of the teams we just discussed turn things around and maybe find some talent in this draft? Hey, coming back, we know, like I said, the NBA draft is coming tomorrow night. And who knows what studs could be coming out in that draft? But which players in the draft end up getting paid more than anyone else? We're going to discuss that a little bit when we get back. Hey, just a quick reminder that if you have any shopping to do, you might want to head over to lootcrate.com forward slash daily dose where you can find the latest pop culture collectibles that feature your favorite TV shows, your favorite movies, and your favorite video games. June's Loot Crate theme is now out. It is called Colossal because remember, size does matter. Just take a look at the hailstorm that just hit the metro area. Size really matters there. Hey, June's Loot Crate theme is featuring colossal characters with larger-than-life collectibles and gear that you just can't find anywhere else. Trust us, it's going to be big. Colossal features items from Godzilla, Marvel Comics, Ghostbusters, and Jurassic Park. But if none of those franchises interest you, head over to Loot Crate because you can find any franchise that you might have in mind. If you are looking for something specific, make sure you stop by because they have a ton of stuff over there. And the best part about ordering from Loot Crate, when you check out, be sure that you enter Daily Dose in the coupon box. We are going to get you 10% off of your order just as a little thank you for tuning in to the Daily Dose. Okay, so we've got to get to our Daily Dose Hump Day Power Rankings because on Wednesdays, we like to take a look at something current Maybe get some stats, maybe get some actual numbers involved and make a ranking that, you know, you just can't really argue with it. It's not really opinion. It's just fact. Today on our Daily Dose Hump Day Power Rankings, Hump Day. we are going to take a look at the highest paid players in the NBA for this past 
2018 season. You know, as the NBA draft approaches tomorrow, I just wanted to take a look at some of the guys that are currently the big dogs as far as salary in the NBA right now. And one thing that I want you to notice, only two of them play for the teams that actually drafted them. Hey, we know it's tough to keep guys these days in free agency, but here are the top money earners from this past NBA season. And for the most part, is it who you would expect? Maybe, possibly. Okay, maybe not. Number one on our list for the top paid player in the NBA for this past season, of course, is Golden State Warriors guard Steph Curry. I think you can make a case for him being one of the most valuable players in the NBA, right? Yes, Kevin Durant goes out and scores points. Klay Thompson is one of the elite shooters in NBA history, and we know Draymond Green is a great defender. He's a guy that does dirty work. He is a guy that can get rebounds. And sometimes we know that he actually does dirty, dirty work. But the guy that I think sometimes really makes the Warriors go, yeah, it's Steph Curry. Why are the Warriors so dangerous right now in the NBA? Because they're pretty smart defenders and because they can score bunches of points in a very short amount of time. Love on the spin move. Stripped from behind and stolen by Iguodala. Here comes Curry. Fakes, sets, puts up a three, knocks it down. Steph Curry from downtown, and the lead is four. We see this again and again. You're feeling pretty good. It's a three-point game, and then suddenly, the Golden State Warriors go on a 17-4 run, and now you're down by like 16. And who, many times, is responsible for starting those runs with both his shooting and his passing, and a lot of times, even his steals, just getting in passing lanes? Yes, Steph Curry. And he was the highest paid player in the NBA. He made $34.6 million for this past season. He does play for the team that drafted him. He, again, was the seventh overall pick out of Davidson back in 2009. He comes in at number one. At number two, we have Cleveland Cavaliers big man LeBron James. He has an offseason decision to make, but he is back with the team that drafted him back in 2003. And he has single-handedly carried the Cleveland Cavaliers to one championship and a whole bunch of NBA finals. And some pressure yeah, here. And that, now, the big thing is make sure you do not foul anybody here on the dribble. It's going to be James. Sure, here it is. See, it's under it's three under seconds three. to go. Throws up the floater. Oh, oh, Good night, Cleveland. That is for you. I don't have a clue what LeBron's going to do this offseason, but LeBron James is obviously well-deserving of whatever contract he goes out and gets from whatever team goes out and ponies up that much money. Does he want to stay in the East? We'll see. Does he want to try to make another super team? Does he want to just try to stay in Cleveland and keep getting to the finals and then getting beat like a drum? I don't know. But it's going to be interesting to find out. For the record, LeBron was the first overall pick in the 2003 NBA draft. He came out of St. Vincent High School. Coming in at number three on the highest paid players for this past season in the NBA is a guy that has probably been on your mind since we started this list. No, not Kevin Durant. No, not James Harden. No, not Russell Westbrook or Anthony Davis. Coming in at number three is that household name, Paul Millsap for the Denver Nuggets. Hey, I have to give some credit to the Nuggets. They wanted to try to find a guy that could come in, give these young Nuggets a mentor, teach them how to play defense, how to work hard. It's not Millsap's fault necessarily that he hurt his wrist and missed a significant amount of playing time. But still, Paul Millsap got $31.2 million for this season. That's a lot of money for a guy who averaged 
15 points and seven boards a game. Third highest paid player in the NBA? I had no idea. Yeah. Paul Millsap was selected in the second round of the 2006 draft. That was by the Utah Jazz. He was the 47th overall pick. And of course, we know he ended up coming to Denver this past season. He comes in at number three. Moving on to number four. And this one's tough because he went down with that awful ankle injury in the very first game of the season. But Boston Celtics guard Gordon Hayward comes in at four with $29.7 million for the season. Now, I'm very interested to see how the Celtics are going to look with Gordon Hayward back in their lineup. I know when we see the Celtics and we saw them in that game seven against the Cavs, we saw them struggle offensively. We all think of the same player. We think of Kyrie Irving. Well, Kyrie Irving was out. They would have been a different team with Kyrie on the floor. Yeah, they would have. But you know, Gordon Hayward would have changed the look of that Celtics team too because Hayward is a guy that can do a little of everything. He can rebound. He can shoot. He can defend. And he can even handle the ball if he's needed to. He is going to make the Boston Celtics a better team this next season. Unfortunately, he went down with that ankle injury and we didn't get to see him with the Celtics much this year. Now, Hayward was the ninth overall pick in the 2010 NBA draft. He came out of Butler and he again was selected by the Utah Jazz. Coming in at number five on our list, our fifth highest salary in the NBA this year goes to another guy that you probably don't think of initially, but he gets a pretty fat paycheck. The interesting thing to me about Blake Griffin getting $29.5 million for this past season is that he's never won anything ever. But you know, when you can run the floor and you can dunk over people, NBA owners tend to fall in love with you and they give you those big fat checks. Of course, we know Blake Griffin was traded from the Los Angeles Clippers to the Detroit Pistons. The Pistons still finished ninth in an awful NBA East, but Blake should hopefully have some more help this next year. Still, it's a lot of money to pay a guy that he really didn't produce that much. Of course, we know Blake Griffin was the first overall pick back in 2009 by the Los Angeles Clippers out of Oklahoma. Now, you see two guys on this list that are still with the teams that drafted them, right? You see two guys on this list that produced at a very, very high level with Steph Curry and LeBron James. You see one injury, and then you see two guys on this list that kind of make you scratch your head when you see how much they're getting paid. Now, here's the question that I'm wondering about. Who could get drafted this season and end up on this list in, I don't know, three to five years? Being a top pick in the NBA draft, it doesn't guarantee success in the league, but you can see here, being a top pick in the draft does give you a chance to get that big money, to get that big salary. Four out of five of these guys on this list were top 10 picks. That's not an accident. They're the ones that end up getting paid. Whether or not they produce at a crucially high level or not, they are the ones that are getting paid. Tomorrow night, we're going to see another top 10 NBA draft, and we're going to see out of that group who ends up getting paid big money in the next few years too. Hey, tomorrow on The Daily Dose, we will, of course, be discussing the latest sports news. We will see what stories just might be coming out. You never know at this time of the year. I know it might seem like it's a slow time of the year. It always seems like there's something coming out every single day. Plus, we do have the NBA draft tomorrow night. We will be doing our top 10 mock draft and try to see if we can't figure out who is going to be going where. We'll be doing that tomorrow on the show. And as usual on Thursdays, we will have a few 
Daily Dose Sports Media Overreactions of the Week. We always like to take a look around the sports media world and just kind of see what silly stories they might be given to us. I have to say thank you all so much for listening to and for sharing the show. Thank you for the emails, the texts, and the tweets. Hey, if you'd like to contact us, don't forget, hit us up on email, dailydosesports at gmail.com, or find us over on Facebook or Twitter. Both of those handles are at dailydosesports. We would love to hear from you. I've said thank you to JSP. Could not do any of this without you. I will see you all tomorrow. Have a wonderful Wednesday.